would you like to learn new skills and face exciting new challenges? Maybe you want to develop your clinical expertise and give your career a boost. I'm Lucy Coward and I've been hearing from healthcare workers, including doctors, nurses and paramedics, who spend their spare time as medical reservists in the Royal Air Force. These are no ordinary medics. They're trained to care for sick or injured military personnel and civilians, sometimes in areas of conflict, both on the ground and in the air. So what's it like? What sort of training will you be expected to do? We've asked some RAF medical reservists to record their thoughts about why they joined and what they get out of it. Like this former soldier, who is now a medical instructor at the Ministry of Defence. Hello, I'm Flight Lieutenant Simon Wilson. I'm a MSO, Medical Support Officer, within 4626 Squadron down at RF Bryce Norton. And the squadron is an aeromedical evacuation squadron. Well, my day job is I am a specialist instructional officer with the Ministry of Defence. I work at the Defence Medical Services at Litchfield in the West Midlands. And my job as a team leader is to deliver short courses in battlefield trauma. Um, my main role is I'm actually the specialist uh, or the SME in uh, major incident medical management and support, commonly known as MIMS. And we deliver a number of short courses throughout the year to military personnel, predominantly the uh, UK uh, tri-services, but occasionally to our NATO partners and also to uh, foreign national forces as well. Originally, way, way back in the 80s, I was uh, in the army for a short spell. I did far too much AT and I was offered a job heading up an outdoor centre in Snowdonia in Wales. So I took that up, I got my mountain leader, rock climbing instructor quals. So started doing that. And as a result of that, I ended up working in mountain rescue teams voluntarily. Uh, swift water rescue teams and uh, I then moved on to working for North Wales Fire and Rescue Service for a number of years. I then ended up moving back down to the Midlands where I'm originally from and joined the Ministry of Defence as an instructor trainer doing this current role now. So I've had quite an interesting journey uh, and somehow I've gravitated back into a military setting. For me, I think the, there was a calling when I came back to the Ministry of Defence. It was interesting how little some things had changed from my previous experience in the military and how some things had clearly moved on. But straight away I felt at home like I was one of the family. A comfortable pair of shoes at work with people that I really enjoyed being around and being with. And it slowly emerged to me over time that this was something I would like more of. Coupled with the fact that the, the job that I was doing, predominantly the major incident management, it would be really handy to have some more operational knowledge and experience which would help enhance the job that I was doing. And a chat with uh, one of my bosses, uh, it was actually a Naval uh, Lieutenant Commander actually, he uh, suggested why don't I consider joining the reserves. Now as a youngster I was in the air training corps and I absolutely loved it. 
and I started looking online and it made sense for me to look at the, the MSO role within the RAF. I'd heard a lot about 4626 Squadron, uh, that they were a fantastic squadron run by great people and that was the only nudge I needed to take me on this new pathway. And the same new pathway because I am now in my mid-50s and I started this journey in my early 50s to join the RAF reserves. I did have some reservations initially about my age, but I've managed to maintain my fitness and I have a zest for life. So why not go for it? And that's what I did. So I'm an ops officer with, within one of the flights within my squadron. Predominantly, I'm an MSO. What does an MSO do? I asked that question to my chain of command and um, the answer came back, good question. I think a medical support officer is a pretty much a, a jack of all trades post. And there are predominantly five streams to it. Um, so primary and secondary healthcare management, logistics, administration, training and operations. So it's a broad spectrum, but essentially you are looking after and managing people and resources, equipment, assets, etc., and generally pulling them all together. Now, within an aeromedical evacuation squadron, you'll be looking after things such as tactical and strategic aeromed evac. So that's moving casualties uh, either within theatre or from theatre back to the UK. So the MSO's role in that sense is about bringing all that together to, to make it happen, or it could be setting up a, an air staging unit, uh, looking after a, a med team, setting up a, a, a med centre. It can be a whole range of things. It's still a fairly new role to me, so I'm looking forward to learning exactly what my role is going to be. I began my journey to join the reserves just before COVID-19 came along and so my initial BRTC training was just before we went into lockdown and it was an experience I really enjoyed. I felt that the squadron training team were very professional and really instilled in you a sense of purpose as to what committing to the RF reserves was all about. Certainly gave you a flavour of military life and what you could expect and what would be expected of you. So I felt that the initial training really set the scene for what was to come. Now, the RAF Reserve Officers, if you are a new entrant like me, you have to go and do your basic training alongside the other ranks. And I think that is the right way to do it, uh, to get that on the ground experience with your fellow airmen. And my experience at Halton was very enjoyable. It reminded, my, reminded me of my early days as a, a young 17-year-old joining the army. Uh, though, it, to be honest, it was a little bit more tame this time. Um, despite the fact that I'm a lot older, I felt that the, uh, yeah, it was a, shall I, dare I say, softer? Yeah, or will do. Uh, no bed packs being thrown out of the windows this time, which is what I remember from uh, my youth in the early 80s when I joined the army. Um, so a lot more adult and civilised and it's the RAF of course. It was very refreshing and I really enjoyed the more active parts of it, running around with weapon systems, playing in the woods uh, and basically learning basic soldiering if you like or airmanship to use the, the more appropriate term.
Cromwell was interesting. COVID-19 got in the way, which was a, sh a shame because the directing staff at Cromwell are fantastic, very professional, very committed. Um, some amazing, interesting characters running the show there who uh, are able to develop you as an officer and set you off on your pathway on that journey uh, through leadership. Uh, very well equipped. So yeah, the, the training was very interesting. I enjoyed being out on the field exercise. Uh, it's a really good opportunity to learn a lot about yourself and, and who you are and how you fit in as a leader. Since then, joining the squadron, my training has been all virtual and I have nothing but praise for my squadron who have come up with some very interesting and innovative ways to keep all of the squadron engaged and enthused. But on the whole, if I was to summarise what, what is the training like, I would say it's fulfilling, interesting, at times challenging, but undoubtedly always positive. And Flight Lieutenant Wilson says he doesn't have to give up a huge amount of his spare time. It's as much time as I want to put into it. It's down to me. So you could say, I, do I need a lot of time? No. Do I want to use a lot of time? Yes, I think I would. Now, your commitment's only 27 days a year. Uh, 15 days uh, in one block as your annual camp, if you like, and then the remaining 12 uh, throughout the rest of the year. So that's uh, a weekend every other month to meet your commitment. But personnel regularly commit more time. And then, of course, there's your downtime. The one thing that the RAF has given me is an in, uh, a newfound interest in subjects such as air power and aeromedical evacuation. So I quite often find myself in the evenings reading about those subjects. It's enhanced my life. So I'm giving more of my time to that field, if you like, but it's my time to, to choose. It's not the RAF imposing that on me. I'm very lucky that the uh, Ministry of Defence Civil Service does think hard about the work-life balance. They value their workforce in that sense, that they get that right. And it's very much part of the doctrine and culture of where I work. And I would argue that is exactly the same when you join the reserves, that your welfare is very much thought about and that uh, your commitment to the RAF reserves is dependent not just on you, but also your employer. And I think the reserve force as a whole does a fantastic job in being aware of and managing that effectively. Undoubtedly, being in the RAF reserves has enhanced my civilian career. They're very closely aligned. Um, there's also the experience of leadership by becoming an RAF officer. You do learn how to lead and to enthuse and to inspire and to some degree manage people. And that's undoubtedly going to be useful for me within my workplace and it's already proving so. My overall experience so far has been fantastic. It has allowed me to look again at myself and think about my personal capabilities and who I am as a leader and how I relate to other people. How good an officer am I? It's allowed me to think about that how effective will I be in my current role? So I wonder what's to come because the experience so far has been great. I think when you are younger, you're developing and 
you think you know everything and you can go out and conquer the world and do what you want and of course as time grows up you you start to mature a little bit and you start to slot in and maybe you relax into a routine so joining the RAF reserves has allowed me to challenge that and it's given me an opportunity to reinvent or more importantly rediscover myself and that's the greatest opportunity joining the RF reserves has given me. I get a tremendous sense of pride knowing that I am now part of the Royal Air Force, part of a military family and I get a tremendous sense of duty out of that as well. This journey I've had so far has made me realise I'm joining an organisation that is highly professional, very cohesive, looks out for its colleagues, has a sense of purpose, a strong sense of purpose, and is there to do good in the world. And being part of that, you can't help but feel proud of that. And wanting to be a part of that and do my duty is something I have really got out of this more than anything else. Um, I'm proud to call myself an RAF reservist. That was Flight Lieutenant Simon Wilson. So what's the training like? Flight Sergeant Mick Ainsley is a recruiter for 4626 Squadron based at RAF Bryce Norton. First element is what we call phase one training, basic recruit training course. They do part of that at their own units, so in our case, RAF Bryce Norton, can be done at other units if they can't make our training dates. And that's a nine-day period, which is done over four weekends generally. And then they go off to RAF Holton to the recruit training school and they do a 15-day residential recruit phase. Is there a, a ranking system that they feed into? Yes, there is. So they will all start off at the lowest rank, which is aircraftmen. That's not entirely true, dependent on previous service. But for someone who is joining, having no previous service, they would start as aircraftmen. Once they finish their basic training, they will become a leading aircraftsman. Once they finish the next phase of what we call phase two training, which is trade training, most of our personnel are already trained anyway because they're qualified. They'll then become a senior aircraftsman, SAC, and then they can go on to corporal, sergeant, etc. For the officers, they'll start as an aircraftsman. Then they, when they go to Cranwell, they'll become an officer cadet. And then beyond that, they'll go through the officer rank structure. For some of our branches, they're only open to officers. So doctors, for instance, can only be officers. For nurses, though, they have an option to apply as another rank or as an officer. We're lucky, I guess, because we recruit from the NHS, which has its own rank structure as such. You would start off as an ambulance technician or a nurse, and then you move on to become a staff nurse matron or an ambulance station manager or a leading paramedic, whatever it is. So they're quite used to a rank structure anyway, I think. And what can people expect from training? We take people who are qualified into the RF Medical Reserve, so they'll either be paramedic, nurse, doctor, whatever it may be. What our aim then is not to teach them the skills they already know, but to teach them how to use those skills in a different environment. So, for example, in a field hospital or on the back of an aircraft and all of the military aspects, force protection, force development, and some of the mandatory aspects that we have to teach. What can be the challenges for new reservists when it comes to training? The basic recruit course is challenging. It's hard work particularly the phase at Holton, the residential phase. So we're quite keen on fitness in the RAF, and that's the reason. 
initially is that the fitter someone is, the less challenging they'll find the phase one training. It is a hard course. We do have, we do, we're very keen on feedback. We validate all of the training that we do. I guess on the first day, you'll find that people might be a bit apprehensive. They're meeting new people that they probably haven't met before. They might have crossed paths during the recruitment process, but they probably don't know. They don't really know what to expect, despite everything we've told them. It's a bit of an unknown. But they quickly, with our training and with their camaraderie, they quickly develop. Are you up to the challenge? The RAF Medical Reserves is actively recruiting now. To find out more about becoming a reserve in the Royal Air Force, search Royal Air Force Reserves. Royal Air Force. No ordinary job.